Ladies and gentlemen, this is your lifestyle specialist, Kenny Burns, reporting live from the safest place on earth. I call it Love Land. I ain't doing no motherfucking uh, hotel rooms no more. I don't like how I was in my nostrils. Did you see my nose head? Oh, yeah, I was out in California, but I had to show up. Yeah, I couldn't. And I had to put... If y'all would have saw how I had it rigged, though, y'all would have been proud of me because it was a lamp leaning on the table. I had the the, the the cooler with the ice, and then I had a cup, and then I had uh, the little, you know, the thing they got the coffee creamer. I had the creamer holding the phone. Round of applause for me. All right? Round of applause for me. We are not clapping. Don't well, clap, y'all. I, I know. He did what he had to do. We're not clapping. We're not yeah. giving no participation award. Okay. Over here. All, all right. All right. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to start those hands for some people that deserve a round of applause. That's right. My illustrious panel superheroes. Get it going. Get it going, Dr. Sugar. I don't know what's on your head, but it looks regal. Okay. You're looking regal out here. Yeah. And that purple. I see the purple this, this eyeliner. Mmm. Mm, yes. Little hey y'all. Hey y'all. Keep those round of applause going for my dog. They call him Doctor Abdullah Obama Teule. How you doing? <laughs> I'm gonna come up with some names. You you already know how I get down. Uh, keep those round of applause going, ladies and gentlemen. Should have been on Housewives season one. We call her Coco. We call her Keisha. We call her Kenya. But most importantly, her name is Kendra. 4K, what's happening, baby? <laughs> You like you, right. the original housewife, the original housewife. Namaste. Yeah, she, she said, I, I'm gonna cut this Negro. Yeah. We, uh, this was long, long, long. Yeah, yeah, it's getting longer. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to start off today's episode by telling you the name of today's episode. It is called The Pivot. And ladies and gentlemen, mm. I did a Soul Food Sunday that resonated this weekend. I think my Soul Train BT stuff got in the way of the algorithm, but a lot of people heard it and they felt it in their spirit. Because guess what? It's the fourth quarter. Yeah, it's the fourth quarter. It's time to make the pivot. It's time to adapt and adjust so we can walk into 2024, getting everything we came for. And today we're going to unpack the power of the pivot. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I know you know me by now. We've been rocking for a long time. And in my spirit, I keep showing up how I want to be received. But every time I show up how I want to be received, sometimes that light blinds people. And it blinds people to the point where I'm not put in the positions that I should be put in. Or I'm not feeling a way about the partnership or relationship that is conducive for me. And I have to pivot in those circumstances because ladies and gentlemen, I'm teaching you about combustible energy. You will blow yourself up. You will blow up the things around you. If you are in a relationship, you will blow that relationship up. And the one thing I understand is when it's time to pivot though, people always ask me, you know, Kenny, your confidence, you know, all these other things, these attributes you think are just my superpower. They're a part of my superpower. My real superpower is the ability to pivot. I feel it in my soul. I feel it in my bones. When things aren't aligning to the things that I'm passionate about, the things that I know I do for others, I feel it in my spirit. And I, I felt compelled today to break this down because we're all going through that, y'all. We're all constantly going through a pivot, whether we realize it or not, whether it's an adjustment to our finances monthly, whether it's an adjustment to our relationships, how many friends we have. I need to see hands high in the sky. How many people today find your circle getting smaller and smaller? How many people find that the patience level you had post kids in the house, huh? It's getting shorter and shorter. Cause you done been through, <laughs> you done been through the things with them kids now. You understand what life really means when you have children, you're responsible for somebody. I bet you ask Dr. Sugar, and I'm gonna ask you right now. You a teacher. And as you continue to grow, I'm sure having classroom after classroom, year after year, your patience level for what you do, you're kind of running to your wit's end. And it's not just because of you, you know what I'm saying, not wanting to teach or the passion is not there. It's, it's making you feel different, am I lying? You're not, and uh, it's not, I, I just I just feel like I'm using my patience in different ways to mm. not, to not uh, exert it, because I'm not getting ready to keep telling you the same thing. I'm just gonna deduct the points, that's just it. Yeah, it no, but, it, it, but listen, that, do you not find that in life though, sugar like, it's like how many times you guys say something or how many times do you 
have to be the example for someone to follow. If you motherfucking are around somebody that gets to it and you want to be in that and you don't do the things that that person is doing, how do you expect, you know, expect to succeed? Listen, let me tell you something. What you have to do, in my opinion, is you have to continue to keep adjusting and pivoting in mm. order to keep going. Because if you don't keep adjusting and pivoting, mm -hmm. you're going to be stagnant. And don't nobody want to be stagnant. And sometimes that means that some people are going to fall by the wayside. And it's hard, hard, especially for people who work really hard to be good friends. Right. Or good partners or good people, yeah. period. When people don't pivot and adjust to what you're supposed to be doing to get ahead. And you just out here looking like, are you serious? Yeah. I thought I knew you. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Since I don't. Exactly. And, and Taylor, I saw you, you you was doing the bobblehead over there. You know what I'm talking about? Like, having kids, again, it puts a certain level of discernment in your actions. You know what I'm saying? Because you're always thinking about them babies. When they're young, it's, 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 it's hands-on. It's like you can't even move. And, and then they get older and they, they start to talk back and have opinions and, and all the things. And the management of that, for me, has been invaluable has been invaluable because dealing with people has always been a superpower, but now I'm dealing with people with intent. You know what I'm talking about, Tay? Yeah, absolutely. Like experience is the equalizer, right? Mm -hmm. The more you experience you have in life, that kind of equals the playing field as far as how much patience I'm gonna have for certain things. And I only hang around places where my value is understood. Facts. Like it, whether it's friendship, relationship, business, partnership, whatever. If you can't recognize my value, then I gotta, I gotta depart. Yeah. We don't have time. We are all, I think everybody on this, even though you guys look amazing, we're all on the back nine of life. Come on. I can't spend my back nine worrying about if you like me, people pleasing, or how much patience I'm gonna give you for, for you to recognize my value. Come on. Like, no, even in a spouse, if you can't recognize my value and you don't wanna correct these things because you love me, we got to, we got to get rid of this. Come on. I don't have time to give you 30 more years of struggle. Right. Emotional struggle. Like, right. I'm not doing that. That's that's insane. So experience again becomes that equalizer and especially having kids that helps you understand, you know, just other partnerships a, a lot better. Like I don't have the patience to wait for you to get your act together. That's just not. Yeah, hold on. One time for the experience is yeah. the equalizer. One time for the experience is the equalizer. Go ahead, sugar. So I don't have a spouse and I haven't had a 10, 20, 30 year marriage, but I literally just had to tell somebody the other day, mm. I don't have time to make you understand how amazing I am. You Hello. messed over with me and I'm the best person you have messed over. Come on. Don't act like you don't know because you do. Come on. And then I gave you another chance and you did it again. I'm good. Bye. Yeah. Hold on. Georgia, Georgia, I fuck you up. I was on my mind, this uh, We on the grind, Georgia, all the time it ain't nothing on my mind, but Georgia, we ain't playing with you. I hear you though. You can give chance after chance after chance, and if people don't get it, they don't get it. You can't force them to understand that you're amazing. If Facts. you look at me in my face as a friend as a companion, as a family member, and you don't think I am everything, Come on. then I don't have anything to do with that because I know I am. Come on. I put the work in. I'm great. And how and hard is it to treat somebody with respect that you know deserves the respect, that earned the respect, that showed you that there's no other way it could be together in each other's presence than to be led by and honored by respect? I, t I say it all the time. And, and, and Coco, Kendra, Kenya, uh, Akeisha, I, for, okay, I, I know you know because we've had several conversations about family. You know what I'm saying? On this show and just how you even, family members, you got to stiff arm and give the highs and sometimes because it is not conducive to a functioning, happy, you know what I'm saying? Household or world or, or, or surroundings. How, how important is it for, okay, for people to understand the respect in a relationship? It's very much important because once you break that bond, mm. it's hard to get back to where you were Facts. because it mm. took so long to build it to that point. 
So once it's broken, even though you're working hard and even though you're trying your best and and eliminate all the avenues that you could possibly uh, eliminate or go through to try to get it back, it's not that easy. Facts. So when you say, when you have a girlfriend, boyfriend, yeah, you can cut them motherfuckers in me. Yeah. Back. Yeah. But when you have built a marriage and you have built a family and a whole legacy and empire of what you guys have built, you try to pivot as much as you can get it to where it is because you can't just be like, yeah, I'm done. You you can't walk right. away that easy. That's right. Now, when it comes to family members, yeah, I'm going to try a little bit harder because you're my family. Mm-hmm. But after a while, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm done. Yeah. But again, once it comes to marriage, that's a totally different battle. Facts. That's a totally different pivot that you have to pivot into because Facts. there's so much at risk that you're dealing with. So Facts. that's that's a, a major mental and uh, balance that you yeah. have Yeah, but I think it's stages though. And and you fight it is for what you you know what I'm saying, ultimately know contributed to your life in the way that it did. I mean, we all have family members. A big shout out to everybody coming home from Turkey Day and having the, the kiki and the whoopty whams and all that. But you do understand, you saw some motherfuckers doing Thanksgiving you ain't like. Oh, you was cross-eyed looking at them motherfuckers the entire time. Well, you just was uncomfortable. You hate that bitch, don't you? You just want to just shoot her in the pinky toe. Leave the potato salad where it's that macaroni and cheese is mine. I know, but listen. That's even more reason to be honest with you to make better decisions in your pivot. You know, if you don't want to be around somebody, I don't suggest you be around them. I don't suggest you just continue to like, you know, torture yourself in those moments. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here. This is where we at. The pivot is real. Going forward for 2024, we gotta really make some hard decisions and how to set ourselves up for success. And speaking of success, the business pivot Listen, some feelings is going to get hurt, but I'm here to help you get to the next level. The business pivot is about what you put into your next move. Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot continue to keep waiting on people to push you over the motherfucking head so you can fly. That's just not real life. This business pivot is real. It's a lot of entrepreneurs out there, and I want to say this with all my heart. I am an entrepreneur, but I've always been an entrepreneur. I've never not been an entrepreneur therefore i have 30 something years of experience on how to get to the money you can't just drop everything you know that's paying your bills providing for your families and say you ready to do something that ain't how life work taylor they said it best you don't have the luxury of time on this back end i'm talking to my grown folk i'm not talking to young people that got time to figure it out. i'm talking about you grown motherfuckers you just want to stop quit everything you know risk your livelihood to go try something yeah the dream is real but the dream is real if you've been working on that motherfucker the dream is real if you honestly believe you could achieve said dream we jumping out of here because we seeing all these entrepreneurs and this that and the third half of them ponzi schemes the other 25 percent had a leg up you ain't never gonna get and the other 25 percent been working for that shit from day one so all these all these frustrated entrepreneurs are you should be because you're doing the wrong shit and when we talking about pivot, we talking about pivoting into something that is waiting for you with open arms. I'm talking to you grown motherfuckers. Children, if you are 18 to 24, have at it. Try it all. Try it all. But don't think you finna go into your 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s trying new shit. It has to be a part of your, your life's rhythm. You cannot expect people to think they're gonna trust you with certain things if you don't have experience in said things. I get flustered, man, because of people, you know, taking chances with culture. We've seen where hip hop culture has gone. We are not in a good place. We don't have real leadership in positions. We got people trying some shit. We don't have real experienced, tenured motherfucking opinions because people out here trying some shit. No, we got to do what the fuck we know we could do. I definitely understand um, the roles of entrepreneurship. I have had multiple businesses throughout my life um, and had to be able to pivot into one area or another. Not because they were failing not or anything like that. Right. Maybe I didn't enjoy it as much as I used to when I started it. Um, 
also when you come to pivot into a business and you un- you have the understanding of okay i can make this amount of money by doing this but i can enhance my ability or my income by adding this service as well right so you train yourself to to be able to add services but you also need to know when's the time to call it quits because if i'm spending out more than i'm bringing in even though it's something that I may really want to do, you have to be smart about it. Right. And you got to know when to cut your loss. So when it comes to entrepreneurship, you also have to think with your head and not your heart. Facts. Because your heart can break you. Yeah, it can break your bank. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Definitely. No, but I, but I love that, though, 4K, because at the end of the day, people don't really understand that, though. And they and like one time for Larry Morrow um, down there in New Orleans. The reason I adore my little brother so much is because that man does what he knows how to do. He does not jump outside of his lane. He is a restaurant tour. He knows how to create an experience. The one thing I love about AG Entertainment, Alex Gidwan, he knows when it's time to pivot. He knew that the club thing was it run its course. He's now into touring, but it makes sense and is aligned with what he's always done. Ladies and gentlemen, anything I've ever done has been aligned with what I have been successful in. It's not that I fucking just had an idea and all of a sudden I want to be a lifestyle specialist. I created the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And the the point that I think people miss in business and about pivoting in business is that you really don't take the time to study your craft. You do not take the time to learn the things you need to learn. And another thing, y'all don't fucking listen. It's so much information. Sugar, is it not so much information? It's everywhere. You can literally Google anything you want and get an answer. What What's the problem with the listening, Sugar? Because people don't want to do the work. They just want to be the success. Mm, child. Oh. You, don't, you, don't want, you don't want to work for it. You just want, you just want to appear successful. You want to... Um, a lot, uh, not everybody, but a whole lot of people really just wanted to look like they're doing well and they don't want to really be doing well because Facts. to really be doing well, you got to put in some work. Yeah. You got to put in some research. You got to do a little bit of this and see how it goes and then make a change if you need to. People don't know how to adjust and move the other way. Yeah. If it's not going well going down this path, you just might have to make a quick adjustment, reroute and go the other way. People don't want to do that because they think it's cut and dry. They think it's a microwave mentality. Facts. They think that they can just go in, be hot, and get their result. Now that you got to preheat. Yeah, you, you have to bake pre the whole time. Heat. <laughs> you got to preheat. You got to bake the entire time until it's done. And then once you get done, then your product is good. You just want to put stuff in the microwave for two minutes. That's not it, buddy. Yeah, listen. A round of applause. <laughs> She's a doctor and she's ours. Um, I, you know, I, I'm in my feelings a little bit, y'all. I just, I'm at a point, you know, um, in my life where my business no longer inspires me. And I mean the business that I grew up in. And I don't even know if I said this publicly, but I am so uninspired by the things that are going on in hip hop culture specifically. I'm definitely, you know, this whole Israel, you know, Palestine, you know, Gaza thing is depressing, but I think we have news like that sadly all the time, right? Um, but as far as hip hop culture is concerned, it is uninspiring to me for the first time ever. And I want to expound on that because I just feel like people don't understand the value of hip hop culture and what it has done for black and brown people and the opportunities it's afforded us and all the things that we fumbled you know, from that opportunity and, you know, a living, breathing example um, is myself. I, I came into the game wanting to do so many things, uneducated, untrained, not knowing, strapped my boots up and made not only a way for myself, but for a blueprint for people to follow. And even as they follow the blueprint, I set right. And I'm not a rapper or a singer or, or you know, um, an actual talent in that way, but my talent, I feel is being fumbled as far as my teachings of said talent. I feel my example that I'm setting is being fumbled. You're not honoring, you know what I'm saying, the work that has come, you know what I mean? And I feel like I just wanna get to a place again where I am in love 
you know, with what I'm doing. Like, I'm in love with sharing this with you guys. I am in love with, you know, speaking my truth, hoping that it helps you with yours. Like, I love this. And although it's probably the, you know, at the ground floor of what it's gonna be, I know that people are being affected from it. I was just in Memphis and I'm sitting next to a girl at the bar and she said, you on that podcast with Cheryl Ray Reed? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, my podcast, you know, yeah, she. <laughs> and I show FaceTime Sugar right then and there because I'm proud, like, and I'm even proud that they ain't seen each other, I think you told me, what, 15 years, Sugar, or something, mm-hmm. and she saw the podcast. She saw a clip from the podcast that made her say that. And for me, even with y'all, like, we did a whole rundown with the nation, seeing who was gonna fit to be on the show. It's so gratifying that I can offer an opportunity for people to showcase something they may have never ever done or thought they might do. But I just, I get so uninspired though when I'm seeing, you know, black women in industry, and I'm saying this with all my heart too. I'm looking at some of the black women in my industry and how they are gatekeepers, honestly acting like hatekeepers. And it's to the point of like not understanding, because even with me, no one has championed black women like I have in, in, in my peer group and in, in, in what I do. Um, and I'm not saying men don't champion black women, but I'm saying not like me, not being a consistent beacon through marriage and relationships, not honoring women and treating them the way that I have given them a platform, not any, anywhere near. But yet you got these youngins thinking that, you know, or some women thinking that they could just do whatever because it's their friend group and it's okay. And I'm just, I don't know, I'm at a point now and I'm not getting into names and all that because that's not what I do here. I think the, the, the point and the reason that I'm saying that is because where are we when we are not choosing the best options? Where are we as a culture when, you know, we don't understand that pivoting is actually doing better. <laughs> pivoting is not like pivoting for sake of like, I could do what I want, so I'm gonna do this. No, pivoting is you doing the research, figuring out what the best version of that pivot's gonna be and then do the shit. I think you're in a, a great spot as far as being sick of something or being, you know, kind of heartbroken. God will allow you to be sick to create a cure. Ooh, hold on. Mm, shit. He will allow Some you to be sick so that you can create the cure. Right? That is the thing about what you were speaking about when it comes to work. Work will show you what you don't like so you can come up with mm-hmm. something that you do like. Come on. You do not get the cotton gin from slavery unless you got a slave that's like, I am tired of picking this cotton with my hand. Let me think of an idea that'll make this easier. Wow. That's what work does. But because we have a generation of individuals who want to only speak to the symptom, right? And not the cure. All you guys are a bunch of germs running around. People just germs. Nobody creating a cure for what we are lacking as a community, as a society, right. as humanity. Nobody wants to do a cure. It's all about, hey, well, how can I duplicate what, you know, sugar doing? I don't need you to duplicate that. Cause that's what sugar doing. She did, right? That's what she's doing. That's her cure. I need you to take that. What has God put in you, right? What are your talents telling you to do? I guarantee Mm. every entrepreneur who is successful can tell you the reason why they're able to pivot so successfully is because their talents stay in that same lane. Come on. It can be. It could be something different, a different job, but my talent, right? If I'm a good speaker, I'm not gonna go out and open a plumbing business. That's not what I do. Facts. Right? I'm gonna go find a plumber and figure out how can I sell this business? How can I sell plumbing with you as the plumber? Yes. So we gotta figure out what are we sick of, create that cure by the talents that God has given you, and I guarantee that successful will be right there for you. Hold on one second. Wait, 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 Taylor, wait. I mean, you was cousin freaky like the entire pandemic. I- you know what I mean? We knew we knew you had flashes of greatness, brother. You know what I'm saying? But what what is happening? Because I think it's a testimony, and I'm dead serious. Like, what is going on? Because you, you like, and people are saying this in the street too. Like, people are really quoting you, like, and saying things to me. And I'm sure that you're getting that too. But like, because I think you've pivoted. If if I'm not mistaken, pandemic Teule was different. Am I lying? Because yeah. because the shit you've been dropping on this podcast the last year, you, I don't know what books you read. I don't know. Talk to me, bro. It's, it's a testimony here. Yeah, no, it's definitely. I will never take credit for it. Right, my belief system and you know 
first of all, for me, is Jesus. I'm never going to ever be afraid to say Jesus, right? That has been my saving grace as far as giving me better identity, mm. helping me understand life and purpose better, right? And so just beginning to walk in that. Mm. And my gratitude is what defines my grind. I wake up every hold day. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on, Dr. Obama Abdullah uh, Voltron. What? what say, say that again. My gratitude defines my grind. Hold on, round of applause. Y'all just ain't going to just keep letting all this magic. Hello? Whew. For me, it's, you know, having gratitude for one, just waking up, right? friend group I, i'm i'm happy with a, a good friend group yeah this was on this podcast happy for a good spouse everything else is just a bonus right yeah that's just so that's how you grind i'm grinding with a purpose in mind right again we're talking about that cure that's my grind because i'm i'm just grateful for what i have okay and now everything else is a bonus imagine if we could see life that way right mm. everything else is a bonus car house food i'm getting steak and cat whatever it is it's a bonus because I'm just grateful for the fact that I could be alive and be a part of humanity and try to leave it better than how I, you know, how it was given to me. Damn. That is how my grind is, is, you know, my gratitude affects my grind. And so I don't have to worry about that's that's my pivot. I'll say that the dream is real is being grateful for the fact that we can all come together. Everything else is a boss. I love it. Round of applause, Taylor. I love the growth. I love the growth. If you wasn't in a relationship, your show would be after this episode. Tough is in your DNA. It drives your resilience. Even when they told you you couldn't, you did what no one else could because you're different from the rest. Every day you work hard to conquer challenges, making the impossible happen. And tomorrow you'll do it all over again with a truck that's just as tough as you. Explore the best Ford truck for you today at Ford.com. Built Ford Tough. TKBS Nation, the time to celebrate with your friends and families are upon us. And the good folks at Glade have a new collection of limited edition fragrances for you. Everyone loves spending time with their loved ones at the dinner table as you kiki and converse. I know I love my family, but guess what? Sometimes those Brussels sprouts don't smell too good after they've been sitting in that tray. But what you gonna do? You're gonna make the best with what you got. You're gonna get the golden pumpkin and spice, that starlight and snowflakes. You're gonna change the fragrance game. From a homecoming brunch to a cozy, cold movie night, Glade is the perfect must-have to set the vibe for every celebratory occasion. Ladies and gentlemen, do what your lifestyle specialist Kenny Burns does and change the game this season with Glade. If you like using debit over credit, don't you think it's time to get rewarded? Well, now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases, plus on all the things you've been contemplating for a really long time. So that concert, no brainer. Self-care, Yes, please. Do what you love and get cash back while you're doing it. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. TKBS Nation, I'm often asked, Kenny Burns, what gives you your confidence? You always seem to meet the moment head on. I always reply because I'm always going to show up how I want to be received. That's why when you see me, I'm always dressed for the occasion. Whatever stage or platform I'm on, I don't shy away from the light. I embrace it. And imagine having all that presence and energy to then open my mouth and have bad breath. Nope, not me. Not never. Orbit Gum is here to celebrate the nation because we wear our confidence with pride. We call it that ding. The world often wants you to stay silent and our whole mission at TKBS is for you to use your voice as loudly and confidently as possible. Orbit Gum, making people feel fresher and more confident as soon as you open your mouth. Confidence is contagious. Do what makes you ding. This episode is sponsored by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you know you're getting the real deal. Whether you're looking for a head-turning handbag or a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym or sneakers and street that make every step feel fly. These days, to know for sure you're getting the real deal, go straight to eBay. When you're searching, just look for that blue check mark. It will say authenticity guarantee. That means when you buy it, you can be confident that it's authenticated by real experts. It's nothing like getting something and knowing it's real. Listen, when you're finally ready to buy that thing you love, you have to make sure you're not going to catch a fake. Facts, they're everywhere, and it's really tough to tell the difference for yourself. With eBay Authenticity, 
authenticity guarantee, that's easy. So again, look for the blue check mark. That way, when it hits your doorstep, not only do you know it's real, but the feeling you get when you put it on is also for real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my lord. <laughs> I, you know, I want to talk if about. the case, then. I mean, go ahead. Oh, Lord, Jesus Christ. Can you just please? You know what? I want to say this right now. Dr. Uh, Cheryl Ray Reed Burns is a special human being. Um, you can tell by the concentration on that red lip, that purple eye, and whatever that reindeer uh, jewelry she got going on in her head. She is an amazing uh, superhero, and she deserves the world. So, uh, fellas out there, I know you trust my opinion. You respect my opinion. This is why you hear every week. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, um, wait, wait, wait. You know, wait, 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 she, she's not really into <laughs> random anything. She's a professional, so she needs a professional. Uh, she also uh, is looking for an intellect, someone that can stimulate her mind as well as her thoughts. Um, don't let that go over your head. Um, I want to encourage you when you see her to approach with caution, okay? But also come correct because one thing she does is respect the respect. She she will honor the respect. She can she can come off like she punch you in the throat. It's it's just one of her you know defense things. But if you come with respect, she respects respect. So I'm not soliciting at all. This is not a solicitation. This is a. Uh, <laughs> This is a, uh, I love her sure? and, and I want her, <laughs> yes, I'm sure. And I want her to find a good man because this is the season of harvest, ladies and gentlemen. This is not the season of I didn't work for this shit. I ain't been, I've been a good human my entire life and I, I want what I want. So it's harvest season and I'm speaking to, into life, huh? 2024, we gonna, you know what I'm saying? See some relationship something with my boo and she deserve it all. Round of applause. <laughs> Love my baby. Love my baby. Love my baby, Charlie. It's time. And we got to start putting it out there, too, because I promise you one thing I do know. People watch this and they listen. People also admire and don't say nothing. And if you out here admiring and not saying nothing, you just never know until you try. Okay, I'm going to leave that at that. I want to talk about, uh, unless you want to say something, uh, Sugar, is there something you want? No. Mm-mm. Okay. I forgot what I was going to say, and that's just it. Okay. Moving on. All right, red lip for me. Um, I, I want to talk about this safe pivot everybody's looking for. Um, there's no safe uh, pivot because you're taking a chance. So for you to look for a guarantee in life, in general, I would manage your expectations properly. And I want to ask your opinions on that, uh, Dream Team, because I think people are holding on so tight to things that they missing their blessings. You know, I, I totally understand why you hold on tight. That's why I haven't invested financially in many things in my life, because I know how hard I'm going to work. I don't always know how hard they're going to work. You know what I'm saying? And I think that, you know, these, these safe bets, these safe, ain't nothing safe about it. But what you can do is your research Ladies and gentlemen, your research. And the reason why I always do business with intent and to have a personal relationship is so I can understand who I'm dealing with. You shouldn't be trying to be friends. Yes, I should. Absolutely should. I believe in humans. I believe that anybody could get right until they don't do right. And that's just my formula and it's worked. How do y'all feel about that? Because I feel like people are looking for these safe bets and there are not really many safe bets out there. Well, I just feel like the only the safest bet is to bet on yourself. Hello. And if you and if you trust yourself enough to make the best decision about investing in someone else, then that's also a safe bet because you know your intuition. And if you just listen to it, you know whether it's going to be something that's going to be fruitful or not. You know whether there's going to be a good relationship to um, to foster or not because you you immediately know. Yes. Now whether we listen to our intuition, come or on, not, that's up to us. But a lot of times we are not betting on things because we really know that it ain't what we need to do, mm. and we're hesitant because we there is something in, in our in our in our conscience that is telling us, hey, nope, don't do it. But then all of the other stuff is like, well, yeah, you could do that, you could do that. No, you got to listen to the no because sometimes the no is quiet and the yes is really loud, mm. and then we listen to the yes but we ignore the no. Yeah. So yeah. I just think it's important to make sure that we are trusting ourselves enough to know that our decision making is going to be in alignment with with what uh, a great outcome can be. 
No question. Round of applause for that. And 4K, I, you know, it, I think it's so important. You know, it, you're a people person, um, Kendra, and you know, you show up how you want to be received regardless, right? And I feel like that is a superpower. I feel like that we don't do that in relationships. And if we did, we kind of know what we're dealing with off the top. I can expect, you know, like I can expect something from Kendra every time. I can expect something from Sugar. I can expect something from Tayule. You know, but how important is that? Because managing these expectations going into a business relationship, have you found that that has worked for you and been successful? I personally have chosen not to go in business with other people. Um, I have learned that from past experience mm. where I had a vision and tried to bring other people in on my vision and then they were lacking. Right. So then I was like, instead of going back and forth and trying to find a common denominator with someone else, I'm just going to do it on my own. I know I'm going to work hard. I know I'm going to do what I need to do. And instead, as a partner, I just bring you in as an employee. When I need your services, your service, yeah. I bring you in and I'll, I'll pay you. Because trying to make decisions with a lot of people or just someone else when it comes to business, that can be very hard. So I trust myself and I trust the hard work that I'm going to put into it. And I don't have time to be pulling someone else along. Man, I, listen, I totally agree. And I also want to add on a suggestion to, to people in business. It's okay to like, give somebody a loan knowing they gonna pay back. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially your friend, I'm talking about your immediate friend, someone you trust and have seen make money and do good business. Because I think a lot of times too, you feel like you need to partner. You don't need to partner with everybody. You might just wanna loan somebody some money or give somebody some favor in some type of way that helps them achieve their dream. But you know who not to fuck with. You know who not to get no money to. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know the signs, you know what I mean? If a motherfucker just ain't gonna pay on time, it's gonna be some bullshit with the money. And then sometimes, if you got that type of you just fuck when you have so much history with give them the fucking money and if it ain't hurting you just go on give them a chance because one thing i do know about life y'all and i want y'all to hear this man and and family and thanksgiving has brought this feeling up you know everybody ain't gonna be you y'all and you can't expect them to be you know what i mean you can't expect them to do the things and i know that i just find joy in my people regard i know there's a certain person that's just gonna he gonna or she gonna tell I don't wanna say he or she Cause my, my circle tight But they're just people That's gonna tell stories You know what I'm talking about And you are looking forward To the motherfucking stories When you When you at Christmas Thanksgiving You got that You wanna hear them story And you just know that That's that person you know what I mean? And I love that. Wait, are you saying like storytellers? Are you lying? They might, they yeah. might fabricate a little bit. You know, a story is a story is a story. You know what I'm saying, child? And then, <laughs> and then you just do your part not to implicate like that they lying, you know what I'm saying? Or exaggerate, you know what I'm saying? You just with the shits, you know what I mean? But 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 we all you have. You good for that. No, but you know there's people. You, now you know you lying. You, you wanna, now, now, now if it's egregious, then you know you gotta step in and be like, nah, Oh, you bullshit. I, I don't know what you're talking about. But, but the other stories, because I, you know, I, I, I found that, man, you know, the things that irritated me as a youngin' don't quite irritate me as I've gotten old. They entertain me. You know what I mean? Because there's no repercussion. When you're around your family and they lying, if they around your family, they lying, you, they just lying to your mama and them. You know what I'm saying? They old shit anyway. They don't give a fuck. You know what I'm talking about? That boy crazy. That girl crazy. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, you got love on your family. But I want to get to, I want to get to this family pivot. You know, uh, Kendra touched on it a little bit. And it's very important that you understand how to pivot with your family. You know, we are getting older. Our elders are um, getting older. If you're getting older, that means everybody above you is getting older. And it's, to Taylor's point, not a whole lot of time left. You know what I mean? So you have to be very thoughtful in pivoting with your family. Because the goal at the end of the day is to have a family. We we out here cutting people off to the point of destruction. Who gonna be there for you? Who gonna take care of you? You know, uh, there's a beautiful scenario in my family where I was raised by all women. You know what I mean? My aunt just recently had a stroke and to see my cousin Leo get in pocket and, and be there for his mother's amazing. The way my, you know, my aunt Lena and my, and my mom have all supported my aunt sin have supported my aunt linda but they her age you just never know what's going on and my aunt cynthia and my aunt lena don't have children 
And I told them both when this experience happened that I'm taking care of you. You do not have to worry about someone being there to take care of you. And that is what family's about. But we out here pushing people away to the point and don't have like, and I'm talking to the people that don't have kids and, you know, and even your kids, you the way some of these little, hello, set up, they can't even take care of themselves. So who gonna take care of you? Who's gonna be there for you? And even emotional capacity, you know what I'm saying? A lot of us are in our 30s, 40s, 50s, you know what I'm saying? It ain't over. Who's supporting your visions, your ideas? Who's that creative partner for you to throw the shit up against the wall and, and watch it form and mold together and get back up there and pin it and, and cut it and color it? Like, who's there to help you? We have to be mindful. You're not supposed to make business pivots without having money on the line. You know what I'm saying? Like, all these things are, you know, actual factual things that you can, you know, you can attest by by seeing it happen. You know people who have been, who have been through it all. And your family, your close-knit family, whether blood or or that you made family, those are the people that are gonna be there for you. Are you guys witnesses to that? Because I know you have strong friendship and peer groups and family groups, especially you, Sugar. So um, when, you, when you mention that, sometimes it gets really hard for me because I don't have a long-term relationship right now and I don't have children. And sometimes I start thinking like, when everybody around me is gone, who's gonna look out for me? And it's not that, um, I'm just out here like begging for anything but sometimes that is something that you think long and hard about because you give your all to other people and then you're just like well what's going to happen if something happens to me Mm. and thank God that I have learned to let good people in yeah as as far as friendships come on are concerned I have very very solid friendships and I bust my ass to be a good friend that's right i bust my ass to be a good friend so when people come at me crazy and don't do right by me as a friend which does not happen often it's like a slap in the face so it's just um it's just an interesting volley whenever you have done the work and you continue to do the work to be a good person a good human a good family member a good friend a good woman yeah and then sometimes you don't see it coming back it's just like i could have been a jerk this whole time right taylor yeah i totally agree with that a lot of times people will make a pivot when they are the actual cause of the issue Mm, hold on hold on somebody toe getting shot yeah You, you can't cut somebody off when you haven't tried to at least figure out What's the, what's the issue is right yes like, hey girl or hey my man this happened and we supposed to be boys why are we going through this if you can't just cut somebody off if you're a bad human Facts. that's not a pivot that's a that's a wrecking ball yeah you're going to go into another friendship or another relationship as a wrecking ball but you can feel confident with your pivot when it comes to family members especially and to sugar's point if you've been a person who's been a, you know a person of valor someone who has some, like some value to people yes you're gonna never have to worry about being alone somebody's going to always Facts. run to your rescue because you have given them a human currency that they understand needs to be paid back with some type of service so, Facts. yeah you, i mean don't don't be the wrecking ball you want to pivot and cut a relationship off at least be the individual who has given someone a chance and some grace, right? And try to repair it. Yes. Of course, okay, this no longer serves me. Let me move on because now you are, you know, you're bad for my mental health, but not just that I'm going to cut this girl off. And I, I think we all see that, right? People just cutting off and it ain't no good, but you're a bad human. So how does that work? Yeah. 4K, talk to me. So um, I know the three people on this line know this past year has been difficult for me in my marriage. Uh, we have hit some some challenges that we had to work through. And so when I talk about that and when you guys are speaking on who's gonna be there for you, even when you're building with a spouse, those are some of the things you take into account for. Right. Like this person has been there for me. I have been there for, for them. I know if something happens that that would be the person to change my diaper if it needs to be changed. You, you you're in it for a long haul. Yeah. So to just give up so easy, that's not an easy thing to do. And so when we're talking about pivoting out of relationships in or out or trying to 
work through those things. Those are some things that you take into consideration. Facts. Are you going to leave one demon that you know and go into another? I shouldn't say demon. I was about to say, wait, 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 wait. I can't let you do Fred like that. That is insane. That is insane. That was funny. But are you going to leave one thing that you know um, because it was a challenge? But you know all the good that can yeah, be absolutely. for something that you don't know, and it cannot be all bad. So that's where you talk about doing the work and doing the counseling and going through different things in life because your kids are not, they're going to grow up to have their own family. No Who's question. to say that they're going to do the right thing by us? Even though we raise them to be good human beings, sometimes their life don't cause for them to come in and take care of their no parents, question. no matter how hard they will want to do that. No question. So those are some things you have to take into consideration before just leaving and just oh, invalidating some, some relationships. No, I, I love that. I love that, you know, oh, and I love that for you because clarity, you know, will help you see for yourself. And I think that you are in that and you're working through that. I want to, you know, to Taylor's point about good humans, though, if you're a good human, somebody's gonna be there for you. You may not even know who the person is just at the drop of a dime, like, oh, such such gonna do this. But my Lena's a version of that. She is just an amazing human. And she ended up taking care of her godmother, right? You know, not her you know, biological child. And this lady left my aunt so much and you don't understand the rewards that God has for you just being a good human she didn't do it because you know she knew she was going to gain she didn't know what was on the table or what was on in savings or what land she had or what she owned she just being a good fucking human and I love that you said that Taylor because you know you you out here really plotting and planning you 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 really out here like being cool with a relative because you know that they got something to give you. You really checking the accounts and Trash. doing this, that, and the third when you about to get a fucking divorce because you really that spiteful to, to, to 4 case point. You don't even understand and honor the love and value that has come with this partnership and yet you just want to be the vindictive motherfucker. Like those examples of people aren't good humans to me. You know what I'm saying? When you want to hurt somebody you loved, you ain't really love them. You ain't really love that person. If you want to hurt that person, if you want to make sure that person feels pain, you wasn't in love. Because guess what I know about love? Love is forever. I'm sorry. You might not be in love. You might not, you know what I'm saying? But honoring that love you shared, honoring that love has everything to do with what you put into it. You didn't spend all that time pouring into somebody, doing all these things, not to have love for that person after. You might not like that motherfucker. You might have to bust a move, in, but you gotta have love, especially when kids are involved, finances are involved, and families involved. They all have relationships with these motherfuckers outside of y'all relationship. You have, to, you have to be aware of that. So I just wanna put that on the table because I think there's a lot of people in their pivots. Um, in their relationships and I love what you said 4K because it's important you gotta honor all that shit you know what I'm saying you have to understand the person I, again Jessica told me I fell in love with they all fall in love with that's her letting me know I understand who you are I know what I'm dealing with just make sure you don't never make me feel no type of motherfucking way um, but anyway ladies and gentlemen I want to close this out y'all um, I'm about to shed a tear nah it's real man. Baby, y'all, y'all done messed me up this episode yeah nah I just but I appreciate your honesty and vulnerability you know what I'm saying Kendra you know Sugar Taylor because that's what people feel all this faux shit that's going on out here all this fucking clickbait shit that ain't who we are and I want to put it all in perspective right now because your pivot has everything to do with your perspective you hear me, ladies and gentlemen? Your pivot has everything to do with your perspective. Right now in my life, since y'all like to be into what I'm doing, my life right now has nothing to do with money. It has everything to do with the level of anxiety I have been feeling to lessen. I want to be more of a blessing than a pathway to money going forward. I'm gonna make money. I've done an amazing job putting myself in money's way. But that's not my goal. 
And if I'm telling you that at the peak, I'm not at the, you know what I'm saying? I'm at the peak of my access. I'm at the peak of my relationships. If I'm telling you that money is not the underlining thing for me, then you need to fix your perspective. A lot of y'all are making y'all decisions based on financial gain. It's gonna come. Sugar's an amazing person. What she want out of life, gonna come. Kendra's an amazing person. What she wants out of her life is going to come. Te Ule, you went from cousin freaky to motherfucking Dr. Obama Aloysius Hameen. There's no way you don't get what you came for being these humans. Y'all motherfuckers' perspective is twisted. You need to align with the work you've done, what you've meant to people, and how you want to lead this motherfucker. If you take those three things and you put that on a vision board and everything else that comes with it under it, I guarantee you you'll get it because you'll manage your expectations. Let's not be unrealistic going into 2024, y'all. I want y'all to speak the perspective as we uh, get up out of here. What you said, man, in your, uh, you know, recently about love, right? If you really love somebody, to me, is you, you're going you're gonna to leave that situation better. Even Hello. if you've wronged me, because I love you, I'm gonna bow out gracefully. Yes. Imagine if we can just do that as human beings, period. Because I love you as a friend, yes. a business partner, even if you've wronged me, I'm gonna bow out gracefully. Yes. Right? Because what I really want for you is the best. And so that's that's what I got from what you said. I mean, it just kind of is in my head right now. I love you, I, I really want the best for you. I don't yeah. wanna see nothing bad come to you. And that's, that's a great perspective. perspective. I think we should have. Yeah. That's a great perspective. Uh, 4K, talk to me, babe. I can't talk. I'm very sensitive right now. I might bust out crying. Okay, well, we love you. Put that on your face. Um, and Okay, Dr. Sugar. So I think it's just exactly what Teule said. It's, it's important to make sure that you are approaching everything from a love perspective. Mm. Um, because things happen. We are all human beings. We can forgive. And we may not necessarily always forget what has happened to us. But if we are moving with love and our approach is not to harm anyone, we're going to come out on top, regardless of the outcome of the situation, the relationship, the partnership, whatever, because you could be heartbroken all day in a friendship, in a relationship, whatever. But if you are moving with love Mm. and you know that your intentionality starts and ends with love, Mm -hmm. you know that you'll never be wrong. Because sometimes when I tell y'all, Heartbreak from a friend and heartbreak break in a relationship, they are top tier heartbreaks for me because I put my all into everything that I do. Facts. And so when I know that I am operating out of love and someone doesn't see that or doesn't acknowledge that or doesn't respect that, that is so hard for me, especially when I know that my intentions are love. So that's all I got. Yeah, I love it. Yes, another uh, emotion-ridden uh, love fest of an episode. Episode 60, The Pivot. Uh, I love y'all, man. I appreciate your perspectives because it makes the nation complete. And as we get up out of here, uh, if 4K would do us the honors, we will give you our credo. One, two, three. The, the dream... dream. The dream, the dream is, is real. real. Is real. Pew, 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 pew. The, 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 the dream is real. <laughs>